Uh, welcome to Highly Social. I'm your host, Mike Eaton. Today we're joined uh, by my first not-comic guest, but a very funny dude. It's Bobby Flacco. Hey. Welcome to the show, Bob. Thank you so much for joining me today. Absolutely, man. It's my pleasure. I love you. Ah, dude, I love you. I, uh, it's been really cool. Uh, so you are in Nether Hour, the band. Yeah. Uh, and I saw, you know, I don't actually know the first time I saw you guys. Because in, like, the first month of seeing you guys, I saw you, like, every single night. Right, right, yeah. And it's uh, usually late night stuff, so we're always having fun. You know? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we just hit the ground running and, you know, got picked up by the, you know, the right the right crowd. And now we're, closer. okay, yeah, we got picked up by the right crowd. And now we're fucking rocking and rolling, you know what I mean? It seems like we got yeah. a good thing going. Yeah, man, and you guys are so integrated with the comedy community. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, I, I love it. I love comedy. I feel like, you know, as musicians and comedians, we're one and the same in the sense, like, we kind of want a little bit of what the other one has, you yeah. know, because I, without my instrument, I wouldn't feel the security y'all do just going up there with a mic to talk and fucking just, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but also, you're just way cooler, dude. No, I mean, <laughs> you know how cool music is? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think they're both cool. I like, you know, I mean, girls like whenever we can make them laugh and shit, too, and dudes. Yeah. 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 Dudes do like when you can make them laugh. <laughs> like, hey, buddy. Ah. Yeah. A little giggle jerk. Little, um, I So, it, you know, it's interesting because Austin has been a music town forever. Oh. And then comedy came in and was like, we're fucking, we're here now. It's a comedy town. And it's been cool to watch the way that that's integrated. I um, dig it. Yeah. So from from my perspective as a musician that's been out here, I think that, in our case, that helped, mm-hmm. you know, it, it helped in the, in the sense that before the comedians got here and kind of like, you know, adopted us into the scene, we were just another fucking band, you know what I mean? Competing with other bands for yeah. a spot at fucking the bet, the best venues to play at, to get eyes on you or to, to make pay. So that way we could eventually become full-time musicians. But yeah. I, I got to say that, I mean, the, the influx of the comedy scene that has happened, you know, since the fucking mid to end pandemic has really helped us, you know, kind of skyrocket more in the sense of doing our own thing and not having to depend on yeah. these certain venues that were kind of the, the main venues people were looking at. Like, I mean, Latchkey wasn't even a spot where, you know, fucking music was going on like that. That's, that was just a bar, dude. Dude, yeah. that, but that stage back there, they built that for Billy Strings back in South By of uh, one year. I think it was the, the South By before COVID fucking hit. Okay. Um, is whenever they built that stage back there that we play on all the time for yeah. Billy Strings in particular to perform there. And uh, they just left it up in case they started doing music yeah. again. And then we just became that in case. And now it's like... It's church every Sunday, you know. Dude, it's the fucking best. Yeah. I love it. Um <coughs> Yeah, baby, I like that. Dude, uh I sorry, one of the first times I remember seeing you guys uh at Latchkey Night, the cool part that I love about it um is there's so many other musicians from the scene. Right. And you guys all jam together. And it becomes like a communal thing. And that, I mean, that is what makes it church, but there's people just hopping up there and the, the styles change. Yeah. And then like you and Bishop and Bercy all have unique, different styles about you. Right. You bring together, but then you like each shine for individual right. moments. Well, they're good people. Those two, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I need them to balance me out. <laughs> Dude, it's, it, it's the fucking shit. 
Yeah. Cool to watch. No, I love it. Boy, and I love what we do. I mean, that's that's part of what we always wanted to do anyway. Like like I said in the beginning, there was that competition kind of aspect, like, you know what I mean, which mm-hmm. I don't get. Like I don't get why people can't like your band and come see your band sometimes and then come see me and my band sometimes. Like mm-hmm. I mean, it's fucking dumb. It's not like your playlist is composed Composed of just one artist, you know what I mean? It's like, you got different shit, you know what I mean? For the most part, if you're a music lover or, I mean, whatever. But what I like like about our latchkey gig or any gig that we're doing, all our music friends that that pull up, it's like, of course we want to pull them up on stage and let them showcase their talent because it's like, why the fuck not? You know what I mean? These guys are playing all around town too, getting it in, you know, Mm -hmm. running their dicks in the dirt just like us, just like we had to. And we still are, you know what I mean? It's not like, I mean, we're still on the fucking brink, you know what I mean? It feels like forever to be on the brink, but it just makes me hungry, you know? So, so fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also hungry. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Just in general. I I just fucking, I just pigged out. So, you you know, some of the, crazy shit that's happened i mean if you had talked to you two years ago and been like hey joe rogan is gonna like your band bro i was what (laughs) well i was cleaning pools trying to manifest it dude like me and me bishop at that time was still cleaning pools too you know Uh what i mean but he was like more on like the fucking fixed filter sides and shit like i didn't want to be doing all that shit i was like yo no I, i can't be messing up my hands i'm serious so i was just like working the net if i saw fucking dead rat in the fucking skimmer sometimes i wouldn't even take it out dude i was a bitch you know what i mean my fucking boss would be like i mean that's your job you gotta take it out. i'm like fuck that bro like i don't get paid enough to fucking die from whatever disease that fucking mutant has in that yeah. fucking skimmer but anyways you know what i mean we were but we you know so all day we're just walking around fucking Westlake or wherever our route is uh-huh. and i had a, a like you know i mean the bluetooth fucking headset what do they call airpods or whatever um yeah, and we would talk for fucking hours about what we had to do. It was always we were just always talking game on the phone all day. That was the one good thing about that fucking job is I didn't have to be smiling and dialing to talk to fucking people trying to yeah. sell something. It was just kind of like, hey, this is what you're gonna get paid. This is your route. You come in when you do. You finish when you do. Clock out. Do it for fucking. You know, started five days a week. Work my way down to four. Then it became. Only- How many housewives did you fuck as a pool boy? <laughs> so, uh, you it's know, not fuck- zero. No, no it, it's not fucking zero. It's, it's, it is zero. No. Unfortunately, it's fucking zero. But I, I would like to, you know, what I mean, if I could start my own pool company one day, you know, that's just, <laughs> that's a perk. You know, what I mean, that's a fucking, you know, that's a certain kind of fee you're paying every month, you know, what I mean, for the for me to throw some extra pool rod, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I never did. There, there were definitely some hot fucking moms, though. Like, I mean, there. True story, dude. And this was not even one of my regular pools. I was uh-huh. covering on a route for somebody. And it was just a chemical check. Like, we would have visits where it's, like, either you're fucking doing a full clean or you're just showing up to balance, like, the chemicals. You know what I mean? You know, chlorine, whatever, pH levels. Well, one time I show up to one of these chemical checks just to cover it for somebody that was out that day. And there's just this fucking fine prize fucking just tan blonde woman on a fucking floater you know what i mean mm-hmm. tits out you know what i mean not completely but i mean they're they're out you know mm-hmm. and she sees me no explain what that means. okay <laughs> she she had big nice fake titties that were they were poking out you right. so i fucking dude so i walk <laughs> in and i'm like and dude in Without just or not that's yeah no no okay so the nipples weren't showing right, but no I could see them through the fucking, I could see the shape of her nipples. Yeah. Not the color, but, but I could assume that they were not that far different. Extrapolate from, from the lips. Well, they were probably just like the same tan as her titties were. Yeah. Unless 
she has a tan line, they get pink, but that's a whole different shit. Titties are nice regardless, you know what I mean? Yeah. I love them. I walk in and I say, hey, I got to let her know I'm there so I don't spook her. And she's like, oh. <laughs> like a horse? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hands the back like, I want to hey. startle her. <laughs> I didn't want to fucking startle her or whatever the fuck. So I walk in and I'm just like, hey, just here to check your pool. You know, she's like, oh my God. For a minute, I thought you were my stepson. Literally what she said to me. And I was like, for a minute, I was like, well, I can be. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that means, that I wonder what, I mean. If her stepson looks anything like me, he's got to be throwing dick, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm wondering what that, you know, I mean, what that household's like whenever fucking hubby goes away for work and yeah. stepson's there and mommy's doing the laundry, you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm stuck. Oh, God, I bet you are, lady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Fuck the shit out of that. I mean, she was so fine. Oh, uh, dude, that's so fun. Yeah, well, that was one instance, and then another instance, there were these two lesbian ladies that I cleaned pool, and they could both get it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, just always traveling back and forth to tell you, right? I mean, money. Like, these people mm-hmm. had money. I'm just like, man, I would just love to be made into, like, a fucking little Mexican meat sandwich one time. <laughs> just know what it's like. Yeah. They'll take me out for a little nice dinner or something, never talk to me again, whatever. Yeah, turn me into a torta. You know? Yeah. <laughs> a torta. What? A torta. Yeah. Let's go. Fuck it. Let's go, dude. Dude, I, I don't know what it is, but I think there is something about like just the, uh, there's no amount of game or anything that I could spit at a lesbian that's she, she doesn't like. Dick. Well, I, I think they just so get like, mad if you do have game. Like, like, like this happened to me. I've uh-huh. I've been in a tug of war battle with a girl that was gonna go either way. Ooh. And it was either gonna be it was gonna either be that fucking fine ass lesbian that was fucking. Throw just throwing game, yeah. bro. Or it was gonna be me, and all I, you know, what I had to play. I couldn't, I couldn't be fucking. I wasn't jabbing. All I was doing was dodging and bobbing and weaving and smiling <laughs> from the sidelines. Like, no, I think that's cool. I mean, she's obviously like really into you. <laughs> she's really into you. You should go with her. She seems like she's upset that you're not going with her. Yeah. And the more I just did that, the more she just got mad and just fucking spiraled downward. So I got a good mental game when it comes to <laughs> pulling bitches, dog. <laughs> also, Mike. You might be a lesbian's type. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a distinct possibility. That's, so that's why I was like, I used to think like lesbians were so fucking hot. So it's like I, I just I want it because it's it's not possible. Yeah, all Does definitely. That make sense? Am I retarded? So, yeah, no, it's it's not retarded. It does fucking make sense? It's so funny. All like some warped tour fucking goddamn. For you know sure, I mean? dude. Alumni, you know? I definitely would be there in like checkered vans and my oh van my shirt. god, yes you would. <laughs> and a girl with a nose ring would come up and be like, hey. uh you, uh, yeah. you, dude. Yeah, exactly. Now, I, I and I always loved that kind of girl. I don't know if you call it, what emo or goth. I don't want to mm-hmm. sound like a fucking dickhead. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, big titty goth bitches. Yeah, I love them. Yeah. I love them. You know, even though I'm they're a, in the zeitgeist again. Yeah, they, they started popping they're fucking up. great bangs and shit. Lip yeah, piercings. Casey Rocket's wife, Amanda Pandemonium. Oh, nice, yeah. cool. Does she like sing for emo group or something? No, she was a Hell's Angel for a long time. Oh, yeah. whoa, that's yeah. fucking. She's in gangster. her sixties, but she's, <laughs> she is his big titty goth girlfriend. Oh, okay, Amanda Pandemonium, but nice. his wife. Yeah, okay. Well, she's probably whacked a few motherfuckers if she yeah. was in the Hell's Angels. I know. I worry for Casey's safety sometimes. Oh, dude, he's going to be all right. Casey's yeah. a goofy goober. He is. He's been on. Uh, a worm report hiatus. We're hoping he comes back soon. Yeah, he's dude. Doing, I hope out so. there doing some worm research. Well, I'm pretty sure that he's got a lot of fucking lost time to make up for in the worm world. <laughs> yeah. As far as that goes, you know. No kidding. Dude, so you have um, 
you 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 pull bitches, so you you're good at that. You got good mental game for bitches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, hey, you know what? Fuck it, we're here, we're having fun. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. we're on a funny podcast. But so I think one thing that a lot of people look at in musicians are like, oh, rock stars, right? Um, I was talking to a friend the other day and he was saying that there was someone, uh, that, that couldn't get laid. And so he was like, dude, play an instrument so you can get, laid. <laughs> you know? just, just learn an instrument. It'll yeah. help you get laid. Uh, and I've heard that advice from lots of people. So like, you know, do you think that they're like, do you it have co- like super cool rock star moments? It, it correlates, right? Yeah. Like with, with that fucking logic, it's definitely true. But the same thing is, is with playing a sport. You know, I mean, like being good at something like having a fucking talent mm-hmm. definitely gives you an up because I mean, that's what that's what it is. I mean, nowadays, I mean, you just got to be a good fucking TikTok dancer and you can fuck anything you want. It's insane, <laughs> you know, uh, but there was a time where playing the guitar, playing an instrument was going to give you that up. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's not really why I did it. I did it because I was, you know, I mean, a crazy fucking kid that needed an outlet. Yeah. You know, but as time went on, I became sincere in doing that, you know. Mm-hmm people were kind of just drawn to that world too. It's like, Hey, this, this dude don't have a fucking care in the world aside from that guitar and whatever he's doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Really? They didn't know I was on a lot of drugs, you know? <laughs> so that helps numb the pain too. <laughs> but you know, it's just, it's just the whole, just being fucking a good hang bro. At the end of the day, I think is the, is the main part, but yeah, playing the guitar and doing it well, definitely gave me a, an opportunity and an end with some women I wouldn't have had, the uh, courage to just go up to and, and talk to at, at a bar. If, yeah. You know what I mean? If they hadn't seen me play first, it still happens. all day. No, it doesn't. What am I talking about? I used to pull bitches by the way. Now I'm a good guy. Yeah. Bob's reformed. I am reformed. Honestly, you know what I mean? It's an energy preservation thing at this point, but I'm not saying that I won't delve back. Yeah, you got to protect your seed. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. They're, trying, <laughs> they're, they're trying to steal your energy. Yeah, Bob. dude. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a real thing too. So I'm just trying to be on the righteous path. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got to You got to You should see if you can save up all of your comes until the album release. <sighs> I like. <laughs> see, I like jerking off, dude. I'm not gonna fucking lie, bro. I cranked one out before I even came. So I was like, Darian. I was like, Darian, don't leave, leave. I'm like scrambling for my shit. I'm like, keys, wallet, phone. You know what I mean? After keys, I, wallet, phone, comes. All right. Let me make sure everything. there's no cum knots on my fucking leg hairs. You know what I mean? But that's why I didn't wear shorts. I put these fucking joggers. I don't wear. I don't wear joggers. You know, I don't. But today I wore them and I, I, you know, I'm going with it. Yeah. I leaned in. I got the Jeremy Scott fucking flaming fucking goddamn Adidas slides yeah. right here. I'm just ready to be a fuck boy. The guy Fietti's? <laughs> yeah. Dude. The Flavor Towns, dude. Yeah. The fucking Flavor Towns. Triple D, baby. I fucking love it. Dude, I forgot to introduce him. Darian, how are you doing today? Good. Who's got better game? You or Bercy? Um, I was, I'm going to say Bercy, man. I'm not going to boast. No fucking way. Well, I mean, Bercy, you know what he's got? He's got a great smile, and he's got some great Sweet. blue eyes. I, and I've seen, Not like, bro, and I, I've seen people put the filters on us, like, where they make us a girl, and he's by far the hottest one. I think he's not the one. <laughs> it's weird, but I agree. No, he is. I mean, he's just he just fucking looks like, you know what I mean, just a, like a Protestant angel from a farm. <laughs> you know what I mean? With pigtails. I just want to yeah. fucking, you know what I mean? I just want to show her all the sin. Yeah, but she's not really there. It's really just Bercy, you know, behind the filter. <laughs> she's the, <laughs> she's but, the greatest disappointment so of much, my life. <laughs> as much as that, but the one that I would swing for, because I know I'd have a better chance of fucking knocking down, is definitely Bishop. Definitely more the <laughs> cute smoker chick, you know what I'm saying? Just, just always wants to fucking be in the background and have a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bishop, I think you could pull, you just have to have a boat. 
Yeah, dude, something. Yeah. We yeah. smoked some fucking menthol. <laughs> I got some strawberry wine. Oh yeah, dog. Some good time. Nice pot of gumbo cooking in the fucking <laughs> oh, in man. the cabin. Fuck, that sounds so good. Uh, yeah. So how long have you? You said you you started playing as a kid, right? Yeah, yeah. I started playing about. About six or seven, whenever I, I got picked up with my aunt and uncle, they started to raise me because my parents were crackheads. Not really. They just died. But oh. you know, I mean, I mean, I, can I write it? Can I just say shit and like let, it, let people figure it out on Wikipedia one day if anything does happen? <laughs> all right, cool. You should so, absolutely like, right. start some crazy QAnon shit. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, I my mean. My dad was JFK Jr. <laughs> <laughs> This, you know, I mean, I don't know where he's at. He's on an island somewhere. He's coming back. Yeah, I know he'll be back. <laughs> no, but I started playing like at six or seven, and I like to take, you know, I mean, after going through such trauma at a young age, my aunt and uncle just picking me up. I don't feel like they knew how to deal with it. Like, it's not like they're like, do we don't just want to throw this kid into therapy. Also, it was like some small town shit. So it's just like, where, what do we do with this fucking, mm-hmm. ah, you know what I mean? Like, we got this fucking hot potato, you know what I mean? We don't want him to shoot up a school one day. Let's give him a guitar instead of AR-15, yeah. you know what I mean? So <clears throat> I uh, eventually just became obsessed with with learning it. I think I always had a fixation on music because when I was younger, my dad and my uncles would always be playing around like a fire at, at, at a barbecue pit, you know what I'm saying? Singing fucking Mexican mu- music and shit, and I, I loved it. I just loved the the nature of being out, having a good time, you know? Mm, la musica. Right, la, la musica <laughs> es buena, and, and carne, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, yeah, I mean, and that's where I, that all came from, and uh, I mean, since I was fixated on my uncle, I was like, all right, we'll get him a guitar, put me in lessons for a while. Mm-hmm. I didn't take too well to the lessons before I wanted to just start skateboarding and shit. Mm-hmm. But then, <clears throat> true story, I go to Mexico because that's back when it was still safe to cross the border and go party for a day and come back. Mm-hmm. Well, I went, and one time I caught fucking real bad food poisoning from eating bad shrimp at a fucking Mexican restaurant. Like, mm-hmm. this is, it just happened. I knew it was bad. My fucked up part is I had a real strict aunt with me there who didn't like. She was like, "You better eat all that shit. Like, I'm paying for this. You're gonna eat all of it." Yeah. I'm like, I, "It's fucking not. It's not. It's not fucking like it should. You know yeah. what I mean?" She's like, "Eat it. You know what I mean? I don't care. You're not gonna fucking leave till you eat it." So I did, and then I almost died of fucking food poisoning. You know what I mean? <clears throat> for like a week, a week and a half, I was out of school. That was the longest I'd ever been sick and out of school with just this stomach bug that wouldn't go away. So they took me to the oh. hospital and put an IV on me. You know what I mean? So I'm at home just fucking. Eating dick the whole time. Fucking yeah, saltines, saltines, Gatorades, and Sprites. It's not doing it. I'm just fucking hogging it and shitting it all up. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then they put took me to the IV. They give me that fucking... Or the hospital, they give me the IV. And uh, boom, the next day I was back on. But I had become so fucking weak and everything that I was just too scared to do the shit I was doing on a skateboard. You know, I was pretty decent for being... Uh-huh. It was in sixth grade when this happened. So that's when I really picked up the guitar and started to go. I was like, well, I'm going to fucking learn some ACDC and Leonard Skinner and fucking Classic all that. Mexican music. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's whenever I went, that's whenever I started to realize I liked white girls. So I was like, hey, they don't like Ooh. this. They don't understand those words. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I got to be a rock and roller, man. Yeah. Somehow. You know, yeah. and then I, then I started smoking weed and things really took off. It was like, whoa, this is what playing music supposed to feel like. Yeah. You know? And, you know, weed led to the, you know, it's not always a gate, gateway drug. I don't agree with that. I think that's a fucking stupid thing to say. In my case, it was. 
Well, I mean, so. It's retarded, but also it was like true for me. Yeah. 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 It really was that. It's like it started there, and then fucking next thing you know, I was doing whippets before they were actually whippets. They were just whipped cream cans. No, it was Axe body spray. I would literally put. Oh, a fu- a, I would take oh, you, no, like a little fucking hand towel from the bathroom. You take the little, the little, the smallest square one. Right? I remember kids used to do this. <laughs> And you just keep it fucking folded, you know what I mean? You don't want to unfold it so you don't get too much axe in your mouth, right? So you're just spraying, hoping to catch whatever fumes are coming through, whatever. And I mean, bro, the first time I did that and I hit the ground, I started doing push-ups. I felt like I was Chuck Norris. Like I felt like I was pushing the fucking world down. I just couldn't stop laughing and drooling. I was like, wow. What have I been missing all this time? And then yeah, drugs rule. That was bad. That was a bad phase. Well, that I was, wasn't even drugs. That was Axe body spray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It made me feel what drugs do. Yeah. Well, yeah. I used to do that with whipped cream cans. Yeah. I would like. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I think they just, just eat whipped cream. I think they it. just made a law where you can't even be under 21 buying whipped cream fucking canisters from the store anymore. That's I don't know crazy. if I just heard that or if I dreamt it, I but I, it. I think it's a real thing. Yeah. I love that there's also like a bunch of people. It's funny because you see drugs like that. And for me, that was like a silly thing I did when I was in high school. Right. And like, you know, maybe I've probably done it since high school, like a half dozen times when I've just been like drunk and there's been whipped cream somewhere. And it's like, (laughs) 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 but yeah. But there are also like at festivals and stuff, people that have the full on canisters and the guns. Well, those are those are awesome. Like, yeah, because I mean, like well, yeah, you just because then you just got a fucking backpack full of fucking whippets and you're all whooked out at an EDM show and you just fucking they're shuffling with a bunch of people with fucking glowing beads and it's just like, hey man, you want to whip it? <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I don't think people when people talk shit about dubstep, it's like you haven't done enough drugs. Well, I mean, (laughs) if you do something, dubstep sounds like whippets. Yeah, you know what I mean, like the wah 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 wah. It just sounds like an aggressive fucking whippet. I love love it. I think they're they're temporary, but if you do a bunch of them at once, you're gonna be dumb for fucking two or three weeks. Like that's definitely happened to me. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Wait. So, so the if process. Do, hold on. If yeah. I wanted to do whippets tonight, right? Yeah. How long am I going to be high? You're going to buy a box of twenty five because that's how much comes in a pack. <laughs> You're going to do all twenty five of them because you feel it for like fifteen cents. It's like smoking crack. I just watched the crack documentary, so I learned that it's like a real temporary high, but it's just like, oh man, dude, I didn't care for it. You're chasing the dragon. What smoking crack? Yeah, I didn't like it that much. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's it's the same fucking thing. Like, is that I want to know more about that because I. I've uh, you know, I've thought about just doing it for fun. Of it. Oh, what yeah. am I saying? I've done it too. Yeah, I did. I didn't, and I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't hate it. I didn't fucking hate it. But no, you. So, but if you do more than twenty five, yeah, I'm not gonna do twenty five whippets. Yeah, okay. that's the other thing you said. That like, so like, you're gonna go. You're gonna buy twenty five. Well, because you, that's what you think. But you're gonna do when you're like, oh fuck. Well, I gotta do that again. And then before you know it, you're done with a box. You're just looking at a box. And you I got, get it. I've eaten a box of Oreos before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. But if I go do, you know what? It's all good, bro. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. I, I, I wouldn't recommend whippets. Honestly, you know yeah. what? I recommend 
in that in that same respect for that kind of feeling, I'd say ketamine because it doesn't make you as stupid, and then it goes away after mm-hmm. lasting longer in the high frame. Right, 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 right. Yeah. One I thing I will ketamine. say about ketamine that I think everyone that does ketamine should do is put the phone away after they do the ketamine. Oh, yeah. I have dude. some friends that really enjoy ketamine and the text messages they send me. Are they mean? <laughs> no, they just are nonsense. Oh, they're okay. complete yeah. nonsense, gibberish. Yeah, but and that, guy, that guy, even if he's not on ketamine, his most of his sex is <laughs> gibberish. It's crazy you immediately knew. That's right? <laughs> yeah. so funny. I think we all do. <laughs> uh, no, he guy's texts when he's sober aren't the best. No, he's, he's funny. Um... But crack, crack, why didn't you like it? So here's, I tried it uh, in Hollywood and it was actually a really cool experience because it was like a, you know, I am like a food tourist. Yeah. You know, when I go to New York, I want a big slice of pizza. You know, when I go to Philadelphia, <laughs> I want a cheesesteak. When I'm in Hollywood, like I want to try crack. And, and, if, <laughs> and if I'm going to try crack, I want to try it in like a very Hollywood way. Yeah. So I was down on Sunset. There's uh, an open mic that me and Eli used to run. Mm-hmm. Uh at this place called the moment hotel and it's right across the street from the guitar center that has this big beautiful Jimi hendrix mural yeah so it's a cool backdrop so one night after that's all finished and we'd had a few drinks we're walking and a dude in a suit popped out of a bush uh and we're like hello we would like to purchase some crack please Uh, (laughs) not that way but you know we sit and then we gave him 40 dollars, and he went and pulled a bag out of his grill and then it was like, well, let's get twenty more dollars. And then he went to a different place in his grill to grab the twenty. So he has like organized crack bags in his mouth. Whoa, which is just kind of a cool thing. Yeah, but also gross. That is gross. It was really, really gross. <laughs> yeah, bet that's not hygiene. You just came out of a bush in a suit. <laughs> yeah, like that's all of this is weird. That is but weird. Pretty cool. It's yeah. crack. What do you expect? Right. You know? So you take it out of the first icky bag, and then we drove, and there's a smoke shop in Hollywood uh, that sells crack kits. <laughs> and it's just a little glass tube Kids. with Brillo and a lighter. Yeah. And it's like three bucks. Yeah. And they're just in little Ziploc baggies wow. just right by the register. Don't worry about getting a light bulb and a piece of foil. We got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, use this. It's so yeah. do that. We go and we park somewhere. And so I took like a little piece of the crack and I put it in there with the foil and I lit it. And one thing I will say, it was pretty cool how big the cloud was. I did like that part. It was like, <laughs> But when you I'm blow it out, guy. is that when it hits? Like as you're fucking blowing it out. Yeah. So, so I haven't smoked crack like that. I've just smoked blunts laced with a lot of cocaine. I felt cracked out. I didn't yeah, yeah, sleep yeah. for two days. But <clears throat> how did that feel when you blew the smoke out? Like what fucking? I want to know what it was like on the other side, brother. So like to me, it felt. I was sitting in the driver's seat and I gripped the steering wheel really hard. <laughs> And it felt like every muscle in my body was flexing. And you know that meme of the kid where he, it's like the person like holding something back and the veins popping out? Of his yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like that kid? It felt like that, but without my face doing that. It just felt like that was what my body was doing. And then there <laughs> Your was... Your face was just like... Yeah, I was like... Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, but gripping the steering wheel pretty tight. And it felt like I was moving forward. <laughs> yeah. Even though I was... Like, I was just... Like, rushing. And then it just like fizzled away and the thing about it that i didn't like is that because the feelings were like even though it was intense right especially the very first part because it dwindled so quickly right after it's worn off you're kind of left with the feeling of like 
did that even really happen? Oof. And I think that's why people do a shit yeah, ton of Yeah, I was going to say like, that makes sense. What was, I want to be able to describe what that was like. It felt good, but it's like a ineffably good. Like, how do I tell you how good this was? I'll just smoke it again. <laughs> so I took another hit. Uh, and, and then it was like, it's just the same thing. It just felt like doing too much cocaine Yeah, when you're not drunk enough to have done too much. Oh, okay. That makes so sense. So it was just like, but then yeah. it wears off so fast that to me, it was just like, it's the same problem I have with gambling. Yeah. Like, even if there's a really cool payoff, it's just not fucking worth it. Right. Like, I'd rather spend my money on something I'm going to enjoy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey, no, I agree. <clears throat> my, I've heard from <laughs> so, I've, three stars on Yelp. Yeah. For crack. For crack. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, Oh my God, I felt like a fucking, it's like, cause you have this sweet cherub face, but you felt like you were hulking out. You know what I mean? Your fucking face is just all sweet. Just sitting yeah. there on crack. Um, <laughs> my fucking, um, well, some members of the gay community that I'm friends with have told me that it's also like, it's like a good fuck drug. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've always heard meth. Yeah, well, oh, you know, I think kind of the same thing for them. I know they're not the same the same shit, but I feel like people's teeth get messed up either way. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you end up smoking a lot of. I feel like meth leads to more psychosis, though. For sure. I, I would say so. Because, you know, that's why people were always like looking out their blinds repeatedly. Yeah. I had a good friend that did meth for a long time. And uh, he had a story that he told about like he would be just tweaked out on a bunch of fucking meth. And he'd been up for a couple of days and he'd be playing Guitar Hero. And he'd be like hitting songs perfect while not even looking at the screen. <laughs> oh, God. And just perfecting shit. Just muscle memory, dude. Yeah. Just methed out that's Scante, dude yeah Scante, i like that name that's one of my favorite drug names and it's happens Scante. to be meth yeah Scante, yeah Scante. yeah that's cool yeah Scante warriors that's what they call these folks on the street who are methed out now yeah oh i like that yeah like yeah like on fools gone wild and shit i was like yeah. what's this where's this Scante god going you know yeah I mean? dude there's i i really genuinely <clears throat> love tiktok and instagram because they've given a platform to everyone yeah and now there's just people that you would have never gotten to know they exist yeah i mean there's people that are literally getting there's i mean people can get famous for anything that's what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. as opposed to before when there was the stigma of going to hollywood and becoming this talent you know whether it be an actor or a rock star Mm -hmm. a comedian whatever now you could just fucking make a good video and it can go viral and then all the rest of your videos go viral if people keep watching what you're doing yeah. and then you're fucking famous and then you can call yourself whatever you want and, yeah. and just lean into it and people are going to come, you know, literally. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I, so Only fans. It, just hypothetical question. Would you rather make it to like the pinnacle of music charting number one on billboards hit like super top, uh, but you lose your penis, or would you rather stay at your current level and you keep your penis? God damn, that's a fucking that's a really tough one. I I just don't think the the first option is a thing anymore. So instead of sounding like a fucking you know a selfish man, I'm gonna keep my dick and stay yeah. where I'm at. I'm gonna keep on fucking working, you know. Yeah, but. I would trade my penis to be number one comic in the world. You would? Yeah, right away. For real? God yeah, damn. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, too much trouble otherwise. You think? Oh, I thought you meant like the Illuminati, like require of you. Oh no, I guess that, no. That's actually a good perspective too, because I feel like yeah, your di- like our dicks can get us in trouble. So it's just like you know, I don't know. I got I got I got to sleep isn't, on that. Would I get rid of my dick to become the greatest in my field? The question is. Would I become the greatest in my field if I got rid of my dick? <laughs> Sounds like we need to do an experiment. Oh. You down, Darian? I'm in. All right, cool. I'll be the control group that keeps penis. <laughs> You're going to be the <laughs> experiment group. Cut off your dick. Let's see what happens. Yeah. Uh, no, it's- Good luck at the bottom, faggot. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Zing. Boom. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was actually... Uh, thinking about this and talking to someone the other day, I feel like, so Dave Chappelle's fucking murdering it in comedy. He's so fucking funny. He puts out all these Netflix specials. They're really good. Right. And then he puts out this one, The Closer. And, you know, as a comic, your closer is supposed to be your best fucking joke. Right. right. And he is arguably the goat, you know? And then he puts it out, and I thought it was very mediocre. Right. It was like six out of ten in terms of comedy. And it was whatever. And everybody got upset. I wasn't mad about any of the trans stuff. I was mad that he called it his closer and then didn't make me fucking laugh. Yeah, right? yeah. But he, for the past, besides the, the trans contention around him and that stuff, he's been pretty untouchable in media and has been making just fucking bank. Right. Whereas Louie, who I think was the other arguable goat, he's, you know, at, at a steady clip and then he gets canceled. And because of that, he, you know, has to shelter in. He goes to Europe. He spends time in France. He doesn't do big rooms as much. And then, sincerely and sorry, his last two specials have been better. Like, the best one. They've gotten better. Yeah. Which is insane to do at that level. Like, I mean, I think it's it's almost better for comedy that he did get canceled. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. I feel like having to go through that fucking turmoil and the turbulence of having to grind your way back up. It's fucking real, and he probably it probably still feels like that to him, even though he's killing it. He's like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, he's gonna keep killing it because of the fucking role he's on. Always on a comeback. He's always gonna be on the comeback from his jerk off. I hope he, he stops does. coming on backs. <laughs> yeah, you know, what I mean, well, they don't want it there. You know, what I mean, that's that's a different thing. You know, yeah. I, but like nowadays, I mean, dude, I mean, shit has changed so much since that's happened that I mean, now kids just fucking like. Like, I could start an OnlyFans where I'm just whacking off into a camera and people are going to subscribe to it, you know? Whoa. But I'm going to wait. Oh, until are you going to do it, though? But it's, it's got to be the order of operations. Like, uh-huh. I, would rather, I would rather our music pop off first mm-hmm. and gain followers like that. And then it's like, you know, I mean, seeing me naked is like a whole other fucking cool thing as opposed yeah. to me being the naked dude that played music and then, oh, yeah, one song charted. It's like, no, I want to fucking, I want to be the music guy first. I want to be Disney Channel for a little bit and then, pow, just Britney Spears on him. Just fucking shave my head <laughs> and just jerk my fucking dick into a fucking camera, dude. <laughs> dude, that's so awesome. <laughs> I don't want them to think of me as naked guy that's, that made some music. I want to be the music guy that got naked. Yeah, dude. I mean, <laughs> just the I mean, bang, bro. It's just like, it's just a fucking treat. So, well, you don't want to take like the bad baby route where you have like the catch me outside and then you use that to make millions and millions I mean, of dollars. Look, if something that I did was that fucking cool and it caught before my music did, awesome. Because then I get to use that success to, uh-huh. to further put my music on that cloud of finances that I, that I need to, to then... Yeah. To then do that and then bam, OnlyFans. You know what I mean? So it's like, yep. yeah, but I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna start fucking doing porn or doing any of that shit. It's got. It's got to come later down the road at the right time if I make it there. Yeah, yeah. 
And maybe I won't resort to that. Maybe I'll just start scouting for, for porn people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'll be a porn scout. <laughs> yeah. What? Where do porn scouts go? Creek in the cave on a Wednesday <laughs> night. You know what I mean? No, I don't know. I really have no idea. I mean, I would just walk around and fucking, I mean, dude, you can go to HEB on fucking Riverside and do a pretty good job there, you know? <laughs> I just got, I mean, you really got to sharpen your fucking social sword though. Cause that's kind of like weird. Say, like, Hey, look, you got a moment. You want to make, I don't want to talk to you about dollars a day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've got a producer. I just say something in the camera that you think would impress him. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's like, do you want to make a lot of money? I'm not here to talk to you about Jesus Christ. I'm here to talk to you about your body, baby. <laughs> yeah. Are you ready to sell it? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm here to talk about a different kind of religion. <laughs> yeah, man, exactly. Well, that's what, it, that's what it all boils down to. It's a religion. That's why I love all my friends who are sex workers because they're so passionate about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're successful. Support sex work. They are fucking successful. Speaking dude. of, did you grow up religious at all? Did you ever go to church? I did, dude. I grew up Catholic. So you remember communion? <clears throat> <laughs> you remember communion? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I this just popped back into my head last night. Do you remember when you were a little kid, they told you that you could either have it in your hands or in your mouth? And that was like for the communion thing. They were like, you can either go, uh, and then they'll put it on your tongue, or you can go, uh, and they'll yeah, put it yeah, in your yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah, I used to just do it like that. You know yeah, I always did mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, and it what? shows like, <laughs> flirting with the priests or something but I never realized like until literally last night how fucking creepy that was that you're like yes my child open your mouth for me yeah right? yeah that is fucking weird for the guys that are like the most in trouble for kid fucking well they're just supposed to be the conduits of fucking god but then at the end of the day it's really just one big fucking mafia scheme to fuck kids you know what I mean he's putting a man's body in your mouth and then giving you booze as a child <laughs> <laughs> Drink sounds like wine, grooming to put me some man in your mouth <laughs> yeah dude that's what communion is it is that and so many of us have to go through that but imagine the kids that got to go through communion at fucking Neverland Ranch that's a different kind of communion I don't think I would have been upset no, I would have been way cooler with that. Yeah. If I could have gotten molested by somebody famous, are you kidding me? <laughs> that, that's way, you can't argue that it's not cooler to get molested by a more famous person. Like, oh, it's just your fucking uncle who's like an IT guy who gives a shit. Michael Jackson fingered you? <laughs> yeah. Yo. 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 Dude, that's <laughs> sick. Are you kidding me? Fuck yeah. Dude, you let R. Kelly pee on you, you can make songs, you know? <laughs> There's all, like. I love it. There's got who else has been famously molested? The kids Jared slept with. Where do you think they are now? Oh, the subway guy. Yeah, I have no idea. Because his were, I think, like high schoolers, right? Yeah, there was a baseball player, R. A. Dickey, for the Mets. Yeah, one I think a Cy Young at one point. He got raped uh, as a child, though, like eight different times by like Whoa! six different people. He must have been the most attractive child ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just by, just statistically, yeah. that was the hottest kid. Yeah. Uh, or just dumb. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, just walking yeah, around. I, I want to think, like, now I want to figure it out. Either he was just that fucking hot. Can you pull up a picture of our after, after, after seven? You have to be going, maybe it's me, dude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. after like fucking three or four, dude, I mean, we're going to be a buck. He's a, this dude was a major league baseball player. Yeah. Cy Young winner. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, dude, this guy definitely could probably Sounds hold like his a own. Major league hottie, dude. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Well, I'm saying he could probably hold his own if he needed yeah, to. He was like used a to being young lad, inside. So. <laughs> I mean, this must have been eight really strong fucking men. Hold on. Keep going with baseball jokes, Mike. 
Oh, it's seven strikes and he was out. <laughs> oh. How many balls till he walked? <laughs> Fuck, I think that he didn't like choking up on the bat. He's a pitcher. I'm out. <laughs> the first pitcher would also be a catcher. <laughs> that's amazing. See, that's fucking, that's, those are tasty licks just coming off the top, <laughs> man. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, dude, it's uh, so dumb that like, so the, I mean, Darian and I have talked about this recently, but doing comedy under 10 minutes is almost just a party trick. Mm-hmm. You know, you can, you can kind of just, you know, as a joke and you like even cadence you can make people laugh sometimes but then you see people that are like really on the edge of it like when i watch like stavros and his crowd work clips you see how fast his brain works in just a comedic way right it never is like analytical it's always just like how is this funny yeah it's fucking great yeah it's such a but then, like, you train that in social situations, and you end up saying really stupid stuff. Yeah, well, I mean, like, in a, in a regular social setting, yeah, you can go wrong with just spewing fucking words off the top. Whenever you're, you know, you're swinging for the fucking fence, in y'all's mm-hmm. case, most of the time, you're going to get a lot of fucking softies, you know what I mean? I mean, even just that cutthroat, dog, whenever it's the fucking karaoke time, like, people get got mad that somebody chose a fucking R. Kelly song. I wasn't there that week, but I heard that somebody got real upset, went and grabbed the mic and was like, nah, y'all ain't going to do this song here. And it's like, who the fuck are you, one, two? Yeah. Like, chill out. Like, you're the one making that a thing right now. Like, we're just trying to hear a song. We're not trying to watch a tape of him pissing on somebody. Yeah, you know and what? also, isn't this better? This is not him singing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not even him, dude. Our Kelly's not even here. <laughs> like, <Thanks. laughs> yeah, you're just making someone else sad. I was trying to erase his memory. Right, but yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's it's hard to be just out there in public, fucking, you know, trying to sharpen your sword just around anybody. But the good thing about Austin, this is why. I mean, I've, anywhere I've gone recently, I'm, I'm always fucking three days in. I'm ready to get the fuck back. Because there's no other place like this right now. I mean, I don't know what the fuck Hollywood was like whenever it was there. But in some weird way, I feel like this is turning into some fucking spaghetti western fucking Texas version of that. You know, mm-hmm. it's the roaring 20s all over again, just in, in 2020, not fucking Dude, 1920. You know, like it used to be when I moved to L.A., the reason that I decided like, fuck it, I got to move here mm-hmm. was that, like nights at the store, you would see so many of just the biggest names in comedy. Yeah. And then you'd go out on the patio and you'd drink and you'd buy a drink from the bartender, Punky Johnson, you know, right. like it was just insane. And you would talk to these comics and they're nice. They're people. And it made it approachable. And it was like, these aren't celebrities or gods or, you know, Titans of industry. These are just funny people hanging out at their favorite place. Right. And that energy mm-hmm. is, is translated through all the ranks. So even at my level, I had the people that were my peers and we would hang out there and you know, one of us might get up on a open mic thing there or something, but it was so fucking cool. And then when COVID hit and the store shut down, a bunch of us were just like homeless for comedy because you you couldn't go anywhere and there wasn't a place you could go hang and you could have a couple people over and stuff, but it wasn't the same. And then now, you know, like the back patio at Creek or hanging out at Vulcan. I mean, fucking Monday, it's Mark Norman, Ari Shafir, Shane Gillis, Joe Rogan, and Tony Hinchcliffe and Brian Redband all in one room, cracking jokes, making fun of people that kill Tony. And then, you know, last night, Brian Simpson and David Lucas are there. Yeah. I mean, it's just fucking wild that all of these people that are the best comedians are just hanging out in the city. Right. Well, that energy is insane. It's, it's coming here. I, could, I, could, I mean, it's, it's definitely in the air. And uh, I don't think it, that part of it's going to slow down, you know. Mm-hmm. 
I saw recent like articles where they're trying to like say like Austin's not the place to move no more. It's like, yeah, that's a good thing. But like the right people are fucking moving here. The people that are doing something or on their way, you know, Mm -hmm. to doing something, they're coming here, you know, and anywhere else I've been fucking Nashville, Denver, like the other cool cities, like they're fucking dull compared to what it is here. Just the vibe, bro. I'd rather be around these homeless people instead of those ones for sure. You know? Dude, I love visiting the other places. It's really cool. And like, it, it's very nice to, to taste the other flavors of cities like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Denver's awesome. It was really fun. Yeah. But, but I disagree. At, you didn't like it? It was all right. But okay. super fucking all right. Like, on the fucking, you know, I mean, more mid? on the downside of all right. It was super okay. mid, bro. Yeah. No cap. That <laughs> shit wasn't busting. No, it really wasn't. Uh, um, yeah, dude. And I mean, what made it not busting? It's what, just, what prevented Denver? From I mean, just from well, Denver. one. I mean, also, I, I was probably dressed not far from what I'm dressed like here today. But like, you that know, I mean, they're in their fucking Patagonia North Face fucking wool socks, mm-hmm. and just they're just looking at me like, who the fuck is this freak? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, did he just walk up off the street? And that's cool. Like here in Austin, like I could look like this, and you know, mm-hmm. it's a thing over there. I was just being kind of shunned, but. Aside from that, it's just, it's like the beat of that city, dude. Like, that people were, like, they call it early. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like by eight or nine, people were wrapping it up. And, you know what I mean? That's just whenever the fucking tiger starts to come out of the cage over here. You know what I mean? Oh, I had a very different Denver experience. Yeah, you did? Yeah. See, so, the other side of it is that I did, I don't really like fucking EDM that much. I don't. Oh, yeah. And I don't like being at raves. Yeah. I went to a pretty cool rave over there. That was, like, the last thing that we did. And, and the people were very friendly and giving and... You know, yeah, it was cool. It was cool. It was cool, bro. But that's like, you know, I mean, I was still ready to get back. I don't like raves frequently. Yeah. When they become part of your lifestyle and you meet all these people that are like, fucking, let's trade bracelets. <laughs> like, fucking blur or whatever. Yeah, Go away. Insane, but, and you meet like Wooks and you meet these fucking just bar tarted people that have been eating drugs their whole life. But right. there, there really is something very fun about getting five or six friends, taking a couple points of Molly making sure you got water and just listening to crazy shit. Cause some of the stuff they're doing with EDM now, the way that it's crossing over into other genres. Yeah. Well, this DJ was fucking badass. Like yeah. he was playing bops. Like he was playing like this fucking like, like deep nineties house, but yeah. like with some fucking soul mixed in there. Like oldie said, it was just like vibing. He looked like a Yeti too. He was like yeah, dressed with a dude. fuzzy hat and had these big blue fucking shades on. I was like, yo, and like, wasn't skipping a beat. Like he didn't give a fuck what people thought about him. Good. And he had a whole fucking crowd. I mean, everybody there, I mean, it was going off. I, the funny thing is that, like, Connor and us were supposed to play after that. Uh-huh. And I was like, Connor, I don't think that fucking makes sense, bro. Like, I don't think we should go up there with acoustic guitars and sing fucking kumbaya songs <laughs> yeah. to these fucking party. I, I want to party with these people. Like, this is the best part of this whole fucking trip, you know, aside from the alien tower and stuff. Yeah. But, yo, th- <laughs> this part... Is the enjoyable part. Let's not end it early so we can go up there and fucking, you know, sing yeah. campfire songs at all, you yeah. know? And uh, it was cool, though, dude. I mean, I mean, I liked experiencing it from that because, you know, we were supposed to be the next act up, so we're there and blah, blah, and people were being very given and loving to us. So that was a good experience. <clears throat> I still think the overall heartbeat of that city uh-huh. just don't it don't got the fucking punch or not not really anywhere i've been that austin does right now and we're riding that lightning pretty well yeah no austin definitely has uh a unique energy to it also i think part of that is austin as a city just gets fucked up yeah 
Dude, yeah. it is wild. Yeah, on a fucking Wednesday night, you know what I mean? On a every night. Yeah. On a every night, there's something that's just like a banger to be at. Right, right. And I, like, I don't think I know anyone in this town that doesn't have a bar where they get like a, like a ridiculous discount tab. Like everybody I know has at least one place where they can go to drink for very, very cheap yeah. in grand excess. Yeah. It's wild. It is, but I, I mean, feel like if you like, I don't know, everyone in Austin, if high school them saw them, they'd be like, you're fucking sick. Dude. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the wild West aspect that I was kind of like talking about. And I don't know the, the exact terminology, but like that old school, like saloon type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like, Bar hopping down fucking six, <clears throat> primarily east side. That's where I spend most of my time. But like all up and down six mm-hmm. is kind of that vibe. Like it's like you're pulling up, you're seeing people, you know, you're seeing new people because everybody's coming to Austin to visit, to prospect potentially moving here. Mm-hmm. And you're just intermingled and it doesn't stop. I mean, that's every fucking night. You know what I mean? You take a night off, it's almost like you can count on it. I mean, you can definitely fucking count on it to be there the following evening and the one after that. And yeah. And it's 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 just a wild ride. But what I'm trying to correlate that with is like how this is the new Hollywood because of the nature of fucking customer that is in this bar you know mm-hmm. i mean you can walk in any fucking bar and it's fucking goddamn i'm not gonna say vince young he's been here forever i've seen him at a yeah. lot of bars and that's not the same as seeing hinchcliffe or you know yeah. what i mean rogan at a bar but i mean we were at latchkey and then tony hinchcliffe <clears throat> and punky came out and sang the fujis right you know like that's pretty fucking crazy that's awesome and it's also really fun to see the people there that are just like austin party people that have yeah. no context that like don't know tony don't know punky right like they have no idea that those are two hugely influential parts of media and yeah, entertainment yeah. and like and they're just like why is no one booing they're not very good <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> are we supposed to cut like there's be like do we cut? Yeah. <laughs> it's like you shut the fuck up there. No, that, but that's, that's fucking magic within itself. And for some reason right now, this is where people are choosing to be. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's how it happened for us, bro. Like that's what, you know, I mean, that circles back to how suddenly we were cleaning pools and they cut down in two days. I mean, we wouldn't be where we're at if fucking Tony didn't walk in and see us one day. We, I mean, he was one of fucking five people there. Him and Sayla yeah. walked in to have some tacos. We were playing on fucking Rainy Street. Liked what they heard. Called Ron White. He fucking pulled up with his dog mustard. They stayed the whole time. We smoked weed together. We chopped it up. They're like, y'all doing this a lot. You're going to be here every fucking day this time. So eventually he came back, you know, and then he was like, we got to find a way to fucking kind of like, mesh our worlds yeah i want to do that like now with comedy and fucking music here i mean this city is screaming that and he's Mm -hmm. he's got a brilliant fucking brain you know so i listen to the fucking guy because he's just i mean he's always thinking dude that's all that's going on between his fucking eyes you know what i mean even when you're fucking talking to him Mm -hmm. he's thinking about something you know i mean maybe he's listening maybe he's not but whatever it is he's on to something and at that point i was just like absolutely bro i mean if we can show up and do our part and, you know, strike the pond with a good electric current. Let's fucking do it. And here we are, you know, and uh, it's great to have had that opportunity and to have, have had Joe come see us a couple times, you yeah. know, and then I, we've taken him to see other acts like Ellis Bullard. You know what I mean? We love yeah. them. That's our fucking sister, Honky Tonk Band, you know, yeah. <clears throat> shots to them. But it, it's just I love what's going on, bro. I love that we're all always there watching each other fucking throw fuel in the fire you know like we're all trying to get better every time we do it you're always chasing your best fucking set you know yeah Mm -hmm. 
It's fucking sick. Yeah, I love it. Me too. Hey, what are we at on time? 50? I know, it's wild. Like, I get like a little itch in the back of my neck. You it's got like, an internal clock. Yeah. And you're hungry too, you said. Always. But yeah. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that's just how I exist. Uh, Darian, you've been working the shows the last two nights, these crazy Rogan shows, right? Yeah. How's that been? Great. Do you have any good stories? Super fun. Um, not that I want to tell publicly, but yeah. a lot of interesting things have definitely happened. Hell yeah. Um, not for my, not for me to say on <laughs> podcast. Uh, no, I didn't mean that story. I'll be honest with you, that's the only one that I think about. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll, tell okay. you, I'll tell you off air. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, no, they've been great, man. It's been um, uh, Protect Our Parks, I guess. They recorded on Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and then did Kill Tony that night. Uh, show was awesome. People were stoked. They, they brought up Rogan halfway through the show, and people lost. Their they were fucking mind. smashed too. They yeah. showed up fucking smashed. And then the lineup for the the Joe Rogan and Friends show on Tuesday was was stupid. It was like uh, Hans Kim, Eddie Bravo. Then I think it was uh, uh, David Lucas, Brian Simpson. Um, who went after after Brian Simpson? Was Shane and Ari were here. Ari. Ari Shafir, then Shane Gillis, then Tony Hinchcliffe, then Joe fucking Rogan came out. Wow. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. And be, be, night was crazy, too. And people were fucking buying tickets to see Rogan and have no idea they're going to pull up to that fucking yeah. show. That's another thing that I love about it. Like, it's a fucking draw of the hat kind yeah. of occurrence. You know what I mean? Like, But it's always good. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's always going to be good, even if it's just fucking... Hans, fucking Tony, and Joe, but like then you get a night like that, for instance, and that's starting to ha- like happen more frequently. I mean, It'll more people more are moving more. here. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, huh. and it's gonna, it. and well, and then when the mommy ship is here, oh yeah, soon. I'm soon. so excited. Also, I'm never going to call it anything but mommy ship. Yeah, well, that's gonna be the that's gonna be the fucking spot, mommy ship. I know it's gonna be be a whole ass vibe, and I can't wait. Fuck yeah! Uh, so the album's coming out soon. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I heard the without even having any fucked with, just the recordings are unreal. Right. Well, it's finally professional grade, dude. You know, what I mean, I've been we've been shooting for this our whole lives, I think, and we finally found the ba- like it, it. It's fucking business too, dog. Like the whole the whole shebang of it. You know, I mean, finding a sound and realizing that you've got it. You mm-hmm. you got to like almost prove it to yourself that you've got it by putting in the fucking work. Pulling in a crowd, having the repetition and, and having the consistency of the draw, you know, to really know that you got it. And once we learned that and we had some money in the bank, we're like, well, let's fucking do it. It's It's yeah. been time. We've, we've all known it, but like we finally found the right people. You know, I mean, we had guidance from, you know, some of Gary Clark's folks on where to go. You know, I mean, a studio that was in our means. But I mean, I couldn't even have imagined going to a better studio than Orb, you know, right over here. I mean, Fuck shots yeah. out to them. Love them. But I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I think we got a fucking banger, dog. Yeah. From top to bottom. Absolutely. 11 songs. Rattlesnake Gumbo. Yeah. Yeah. So fucking exciting. Dude. Yeah. Uh, so if people want to check out Nether Hour, what, what, where's... Well, I would recommend, you know... Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get online and listen to our music... Uh, we got some stuff on Spotify. It's all really live recording or recorded in our house. So it's not, it's not what you're going to get. If you come see us live is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. If you come see us, I mean, we're at latch keys Sunday and, and Tuesday, you know, the, the time varies depending on the weather and like football season and shit, but that's where we're at. And if you're following us on social media, Instagram, mainly mm-hmm. at nether hour, 
um, you'll be able to see what where we're at. And I mean, yeah. we play every Monday for the the Kill Tony after party. Yeah. And uh, now we're doing Copperhead Club on Riverside, which is just the dive bar of Jackalope South Shore. Oh, fuck yeah, okay. So that's going to be our Thursday residency for a while. Nice. Know, for the foreseeable future. And I love that we're able to be like that local residency kind of band at our fucking caliber. Because mm-hmm. I think that's what's helping us curate the whole fucking vibe of what Woodstock 69 kind of did with music. You know, yeah. bringing people together and... You know, peace, love, hippie shit, you know what I mean? Sex and drugs and good vibes, you know? Yeah. It's all part of it. And I think the more we just keep persistent, drop this album and keep working, it's going to, it's going to work. I think I, I wanted to ask you that I forgot, but you brought it up earlier. You said that, you know, instead of having a gun and shooting up a school, you were glad you had a guitar. (laughs) Uh, Do you think that that would be something that you could do to help the mass shooting problem in America is if you just started teaching incels guitar? Yeah. Do you think that would help? I mean, maybe, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I, mean, I I think that there is an outlet for everybody and sometimes people just don't feel heard. You know what I mean? Like, I uh-huh. feel like those particular individuals, you know, who's to say how troubled they are. And I, I mean, that that's all perception too, bro. I mean, it could be, you could have a kid that's been through fucking the dog shittiest life in a third world country get over here and have the brightest smile and go about his day like not shabbing. But then you can have a fucking kid that grew up perfect life get fucking tripped in school in front of his crush and he flips out and then that was it you know what i mean that, that's the end all be all for this particular character so he lashes out by shooting up a school so mm-hmm. i would hope that anything i could do to help prevent those kinds of occurrences would work but i feel like well now anytime that one happens i'm gonna send it to you be like you should have taught it oh you son of a bitch <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, you do. This is your fault because you could have been teaching this kid guitar instead. Yeah. Stop being so selfish. Oh my god, Bob. God forbid. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I, I I think it's fascinating that all the people that like just can't get laid and that I mean that's ultimately what it comes down to, like every time. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so then really it's women's fault. Women's fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, all yeah. Right, all right. So we solved it. <laughs> we solved it. Or we replaced all the guns with guitars. Ooh, yeah, dude. Ah, interesting. No. Yeah, I mean that, that that's a good concept, I think. You know, but I think. But that, then, do the guitars do? <laughs> then you have to take the guitar to the guitar range. Yeah, dude, you got to go. Uh, fucking, exactly. What are we gonna use in war? Guitars. Ukraine. There fucked. is no war because music breeds love, brother. Ukraine and Russia are just jamming at each other. Louder, dude. Yeah, yeah, dude. Dude, drone strikes. Just no, I, don't, I mean, now that we really are onto it, I really think that, I mean, more girls should just be nice instead of just having a fucking, you know what I mean? <laughs> suck, suck a dick for a change, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You stop, fucking prude. Stop school shootings. Yeah. Be, be more... Yeah. Open with and giving with yourself. Stop school shootings. Suck off that weird kid. <laughs> exactly. Bang. For sure. That's the tag right there, baby. That's like that's why I wish that like all of the sexuality and stuff. I had this conversation with Robin Tran, who's a funny comic who sometimes I disagree with on things. She's a very outspoken opponent of Dave Chappelle. She's also a trans woman, so it's fair. Uh, but oh, I thought she was just like Asian or something with that last name. She is oh. also Asian. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. Play the classic game of Asian or trans. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting fish in a barrel, dude. You know what I mean? But she and I had a couple of conversations, interactions on Twitter. Um, 
where you know her point in all this is that we shouldn't discuss like it and before like these structures of gender and sexuality were described it just wasn't important it didn't matter what you fucked or what discussion you is definitely important yeah people who oppose discussion are the fucking problem yeah i but i mean like labeling like uh what i'm saying but like so it doesn't matter if you're straight or gay or right, bi right, or any of that right. or like if you're a dude or a chick like none of that matters yeah literally none of those qualifications like that are worth talking about is the point. So oh. like to me that, so that's where I'm getting with all the school shooter people. Like, I think there's a lot of people that repress a lot of different things. Yeah. And it comes out sideways. Like if Aaron Hernandez had just been able to get all the dick he wanted. Right. And not have any shame from his community about right. it. That would've been cool. But for that's him. all in his fucking, that was all in his head. And that's CTE. That's what happens. You know what I mean? That that's, that's from getting your fucking head knocked too much. But also Did you it, say he got hit into being gay. <laughs> you think that's what happened to me? No, I think I, th I think he was always fucking gay. I think that he got his head knocked into being violent about it. I think that it was just how he perceived his community around him that prevented him from being open about it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you just, like, there's certain kind of people that are just going to be free-spirited, dog. They're just going to come out and like, hey, dude, yeah, I'm a guy with a dick. I love dick, too, though, so fuck it. You know what I mean? I don't care if my dad hates me. I'm going to yeah. be a fucking star one day, you know, but then you got, yeah. then why you, do they always say that? Then, yeah. I don't care if my dad hates me. I'm going to be a star. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I grew up around the best of them. Yeah. But you know, on the, on the other end of that, you got the fucking tough kid. That's the fucking premier athlete. You know mm -hmm. I mean? High school, college, just fucking gets all the pussy that he really doesn't want. Cause he wants the running backs dick. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or just say that's what, but he cannot, it's, or the center. It, it's they them, like but it's, the it's like, it's all on them, cool dog. Them. Like, I mean, if you just come out, people are just going to be like, hey, fuck yeah, dog. Mm -hmm. Another win for the gay community. Look at us. Yeah. We got people that could beat you up, straight little guy. You know what I mean? So that's, it's it. but it's all about how the fuck they think. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And that's about it. You well, know what I mean? Why you become Monty Teo's girlfriend? Yeah. Oh my God. That, what a fucking story that is. Jesus Christ. Unhinged. Yeah. That guy was great too. Like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're a, is that too many hits in the head that just makes people do that kind of shit? I don't have any sympathy for him because he's very hot now. Oh. No, Monte is. Yeah, Monte yeah. is a hot guy. But the, he's gorgeous now. His life fucking rips. The and quarterback now he's famous that again? trolled him oh, yeah. and became like a trans woman. Not so much. Oh, wait. The, uh, the, you didn't see the documentary? That's why I made the reference. No, no, no. I'm not no. making like a 10-year-old joke. Like, no, I knew no. the documentary came out, but I didn't realize <laughs> that it was a quarterback that did it. Whoa, that's cooler. <laughs> yeah. That is cooler. Oh man, I, I do feel bad a little bit, but not that much. Nah, I don't feel um, bad. Hey, it's showbiz, baby. Come yeah. on, it's uh, you know, it is showbiz. Um, well, so Gary Bobby show is back. Yeah, yeah, we're back. We're back doing that. We brought Uncle Laser on as a fucking fixated. I mean, he's a co-host, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, he might as, might as well be his fucking show. I think we're just sticking with the, the brand for, I guess, all 300 followers we had. You know what I mean? We don't want to lose any of our followers, change it to Uncle Laser's show when he has 100,000 million fucking TikTok followers, you know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to do it once a month, put out an episode. We'll make sure that we're promoting that on, social, on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. And uh, 
you know, bogus still producing. So it's basically just a four four piece heater that we'll do once a month, and we'll be putting out promos for it because we the enjoy. Promos it. are the fucking best. We love it. We have fun. You know, yeah. I mean, we get to be fucking Peter Pan, fucking grown ass kid man. Yeah, just fucking pissing on a golf course. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, we're gonna have laser on here soon too. Fuck so, yeah, yeah I love uh, that I'll guy. be a good one. That guy's a f- fucking ranter if I've ever seen one, dude. I so I was I got passed uh, on a Kill Tony episode and I got to do Secret Show. So I'm going to do Secret Show and I'm super fucking excited for it. And I walk in and a guy I went to high school with and I knew him and his older brother. His older brother's there and he's like Mike Eaton. And I'm like fucking Carl. You know, he's yeah. like holy shit. Mm-hmm. Say hi and he's like we're here to see our friend Uncle Laser. It's like, you know Uncle Laser? Yeah. And then I met him, and it was like, I had only ever seen him once before at Latchkey. Yeah. And when I saw him, I thought that it was like Dean and Gary had just run at each other that fast. <laughs> I was yeah, like, no dude. way. And then I saw him at the music video. Yeah. And then I see him perform. I was like, this guy's a fucking phenom. He's just Yeah, the dude's got great. rattlesnake venom in his fucking veins. Yeah. Ready to go. It's Yeah, it's cool. That is... Uh, this city is fucking awesome. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm looking forward to fucking everything. Yeah. And in, in a couple of ways, you know. boy. Yeah, yeah, baby. I love you, Bob. Well, thank you for I getting love you, high social with me. Thank y'all for having me, baby. Awesome. All, All right. right. See you next week. Yep.